0: what is going on everyone welcome to the fit healthy and most of all happy podcast i am your host josh here with my co-host happy kg in the house happy kg why is kg happy
1: just bought a new laptop macbook 20 what is it 2020
0: this is 2020 16 inch
1: yeah 16 inch it's like fully loaded you know tons of space 512 gigabytes for all of you uh you know, laptop geeks out there, but you know, I had to, had to pull the trigger. You know, I had some issues, um, in the, for the last little while and I've just been kind of like trying to get by, but you know, yeah, it's especially... the
0: most janky computer yeah. in the world. So yeah. it was like complete, the exterior was like destroyed, but you know, we'd be chilling every two minutes. It would just shut off. Yeah. Like it wouldn't work and be like, Oh shoot. You know, it's off. And then like the whole backlight to it, it would have no backlight. So it would just be dark. So you could hardly and see then it's it it's like-
1: cracked. You can't even see like when I'm doing client check-ins or when I'm editing something, it takes probably an extra 30 to 60 minutes because of that. And you know, obviously spending three K on a, a computer is not like the best, but also at the end of the day, like, you know, we're growing in different ways and I think I can serve all my clients better. I can make these podcasts better. I can make my videos better and I'm just excited. So I wanted to share that fun little, uh, thing with you today. And, uh, Yeah, I'm pumped.
0: (laughs) Here's what's really cool. The new um, MacBook that Kyle has has an incredible, um, like it has a studio quality microphone built in it. So all of his audio is not from our nice $200 Rode microphone. It's just from his laptop. So hopefully it sounds as good as we're boosting it up to be. We're trying it out today because we don't have the adapter, but we thought it'd be kind of cool to test this out. And the reason this is so big is like, You know, if we're ever limited and we don't have these microphones and we still want to get content out, um, he'll have the ability to do that. No problem. I mean, I might have to lug around a microphone, but I think that's just, you know, that's a really cool thing to do. And with the amount of issues that were there, it was definitely time. So this is a big move through and through. And that's what inspired my quote today. Um, My quote was, uh, you can not always wait for the perfect time. Sometimes you just got to dare to jump. And like, it's the same principle. As silly as it is, you know, it's a big thing. It was an issue. It was driving them nuts. Sometimes it wouldn't connect to the internet. Like it was was a big thing. And we actually have had this twice. Like when we started Colossus, I got a nice computer for school. I enjoyed it. Um, You know, we were both quite broke i would argue um you know we weren't doing well we didn't have much money you know we just have money from our summer jobs and i'm like kyle you need to get a better computer like this is how we're going to step it up if we want to edit um, At the time I edited everything, he wasn't able to purely because his computer, you know, he made that investment over to the Mac and the Mac's done, done well to us, you know, we're Apple fanboys. And ever since there, like we've scaled so much online by having these good tools and resources and even him with the camera, like in 70D, that camera's been so good. And today we figured out how to make it a lot better. Which is super motivating. And, um, you know, same thing with the podcast. We really should have started this a year before we did or two years before we did, but, you know, we're like, ah, there will be a better time, this and that. And um, another thing that I even thought was like every time we shred or we get super dice, you know, we do a meet or we do something like that, we're always like, we never take enough video or get enough content. For that thing like we always think oh we'll look a little better in a week or we'll be a little more shredded i'll be a little more stronger and instead we've really tried to just switch and you know jump in and just document the process because even being done this power thing mean, i'm like man i had some cool lifts some heavy singles triples whatever like i mean i wish i did more posts and documented it more so we've been really trying to up our media game and so many of you have been amazing and have come through followed us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t Uh, We've been getting a lot of love over there, which has been pretty sweet. You know, we're getting back posting on Twitter. We got a lot going on on Facebook. Like we want to make sure we're absolutely dominating our media this year. and, And even with the podcast as it grows. So that's the quote. That's the context I thought of it. And another great context I kind of want to add on to is, You know, I think so many people want to wait for the perfect time to get in shape. Like, you know, people say, oh, I want to sign up for coaching. But, you know, the next week's kind of busy for me. I'm going to be with friends Friday. And it's like, whoa, you think your time, you know, you'll be with me every time. It'll just be super easy. That's not it at all. Like, you have to commit yourself. You know, the best time is yesterday. The next best time is right now. Uh, That's something we like to encourage people, especially with their fitness, getting in better shape. You know, if there's something you want to do, take action, and do it. If you want to eat better, you know, purge the house of the nonsense, go out, get some healthy foods and get to it. You know, nothing comes by putting things off. So there's my rant.
1: Yeah, it's true. And, uh, you know, we love like going over different topics that we like firmly believe like you guys. I've obviously heard us talk about this, but it's just something that like every couple weeks and I'm sure I, at least I hope you guys appreciate constantly hearing it because a lot of times we just get self doubt and we just kind of like have that thing. But then when you constantly hear it, like we get a lot of messages from clients saying, oh my gosh, you know, even though I've heard you say it, I needed to hear it at this exact time. Um, So that's awesome. I I love that. And my quote is from the good old Henry Ford and it is when, uh, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps right now. So we talk about the power of visualization and like your mindset. And I just like, I love starting this podcast with like five or 10 minutes of just like self growth, you know, like encouraging you guys that you can accomplish whatever it is, you know, that you can get started that you can do this, because it's so true. And um, the reason I want to bring this up is because. Um, I know this is like probably two weeks after my powerlifting meet against my friend Liam. Um, Like I, people, I wish people could see like the behind the scenes work that Josh and I put into all of this because there were a lot of times where I would be like driving home from like training a client for 30 minutes. I would turn the music off. I would turn everything off and I would envision myself squatting 475 pounds, pulling over 500 pounds, the look on his face when I beat him the bench press, like I have in my sheets written down the exact numbers. And the day before our powerlifting meet, Josh wrote uh, publicly the exact numbers he was going to hit. Um, like he put plus, so he put 600 plus, he put, you know, um, 570 plus, whatever it is and like I just highly encourage you and the more that I kind of grow up and the more that I like kind of dive into like just visualizing and spending time visualizing the more that I learn how important it is and I just truthfully believe like so you saw I beat Liam um, by quite a bit in the powerlifting meet like I don't believe I would have won that or like hit the numbers I, I did hit if I didn't tell myself constantly every single day that I can achieve this and visualize myself doing it and I just think like a lot of times especially some of you who are listening to the podcast you probably like you have a lot of self doubt, and you might think that you can't accomplish something. And that's really going to mess you up. So you need to really shift your mindset around to reach the goals you want to get the partner you want and to get the life you want. And I'm not saying I'm perfect here. I'm still improving. But it's something that I've been implementing in my life. Um, Even if it's five minutes in the morning, even if it's when you're driving, if it's, if it's when you're lifting, like, it's so powerful. And, uh, you know, you can accomplish whatever the heck you want. And I'm just inspired from this quote.
0: Yeah, and these quotes go together so well. And I think you know, we have all things we wanted to do. And the big part, I don't know if you know, you know, Kyle referencing the power me and the Liam. So recently, for those of you that are kind of like, what the heck are they saying? So we also are, you know, YouTube is probably our primary media. Uh, we just hit over 100,000 subs on there and we're still growing. I think we're closer to 102,000 now. Uh, so that's a big part of what we do. Our YouTube is Colossus Fitness. C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S Fitness. I know Klaus is a little weird. Do your best spell. It'll come up. Uh, you'll be chilling. Um, so you can go ahead and watch that whole series. We did 10, 10 episodes on this whole thing where we wanted to essentially be our strongest selves. Um, Kyle had a good little bet with our buddy Liam uh, to kind of see if we could beat him. And that's what fueled him. And for me, it was about you know being the strongest I've ever been. In uh, one podcast, I talked about how I was tired of saying, oh, I used to be able to do this back when I did this and that and, you know, like it was was like, oh, three years ago was my top deadlift and my best squat was here and I'm like, no, I'm sick of that. Like it's time for me just to hit, you know, new highs and really take it to the next level. So that was me jumping in and now I want to work on being like, you know, having the best aesthetics I've ever had, like looking the absolute best I have. So that's been something that's reinvigorated me and fired me up and that's what I'm jumping into and, you know, I know I can. I'm not even thinking about if I can or can't. Uh, So those go together perfectly, which is super, super fun. Um, I guess we'll go into client shout out. So, we're trying to get super ahead. We're being super diligent right here. So, we filmed probably about two uh, weeks in advance. You know, it's gotten a little confusing with timelines. Um, but, so normally, this is where we do our client shout out. We're kind of lost where we're at. But if you go to our Instagram at ClausFit, you can see the shout out every week, see their story, see how we've helped them change, and see potentially how we could help you change uh, through online coaching, through checking out our media, and all that. And there's a lot of great stuff coming up. Uh, so we're super excited, um, you know, for everything to come. Do you have a fun fact? Um, Anything that comes to mind? Anything fact. that's, uh, I mean, I think a fun fact is that a, a new uh, a new laptop is going to help you be more productive. Yeah.
1: There it is. Right? There it is. Yeah. I was, I'm just trying to think.
0: Yeah. I guess here's a fun fact for you. Cinnamon, I don't remember why, but it has interesting properties that actually help promote um, abdominal fat um, loss, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, it's something i've always been interested in, and uh, it's a weird little thing So i've tried to incorporate it i'll put a splash of it Um when I can in my coffee and i'll also put um, you know a splash of it on my oatmeal I find it does a lot and yeah, just double checking here. It says it's known to increase um insulin sensitivity and decrease blood uh, sugar and there's been multiple studies to back this up You know, it's not going to get you a super shredded stomach, but any edge you can have and when I want to compete Uh, this is just like a really cool fun fact, you know, so don't sleep on cinnamon <laughs>
1: I love it. I haven't had cinnamon in a while.
0: Now now I'm going to start adding it. Yeah, you know, it's cheap. You can buy it in. It feels good. You know, it just adds a little bit of flavor and spices in general are really good. And, you know, even one of my clients was saying recently, you know, I'm really trying to maximize on things like hot sauces and mustards. And I'm like, you know it, buddy. And the reason he said that is those are zero calories. You know, you can have a ton of fun with those. They taste incredible. And it's just a great solution, you know, and they get a lot of taste profile. Like mustard is pretty intense. You either love it or you hate it. And then hot sauce, same principle. You know, it gives you a lot of flavor. And Sometimes if I'm eating a cha- uh, plain chicken breast, I'll just load it up with some hot sauce. It's like a whole new experience. And I-, I tend to enjoy it. But cinnamon is a great segue into our first question.
1: Can you train abs every day, bruh?
0: I'd probably say I get asked this question every day. Like, I want some abs. Like, how can I get abdominals? Like, what am I doing? I'm doing this many exercises this many times a week and I can't see them. You know, it depends on the person. But the first thing is you need to be of low enough body fat to see abs. So once again, you know, we're not crazy on the accuracy of body fat scales, um, but they're a good measure, right? If you're someone who's like well above 20% body fat, your chances of seeing abs are slim to none unless you have some insane genetics or you get that weird surgery. Apparently people have been getting surgeries to get six pack abs, like fat abs. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. That is idea. your fun fact. And that you, is a fun fact. I have another fun fact. You know what the most common male um, cosmetic muscular surgery is? Like the thing they'll work on?
1: I'm gonna just guess biceps.
0: You'd guess biceps? Yeah. No, it's something that I would need. Something that you would need calves. <laughs> Way to roast me. Yeah, no, it is calves. Isn't that the weirdest wow. thing?
1: I wouldn't even care. Like it's interesting, cares? but
0: apparently, like even girls and stuff like will value a good set of calves. Apparently, so. Wow. I mean, that kind of hurts for me. No yeah, I let gotta... us know,
1: girls. Like, do you, do you, do you guys like the hey. uh, the calves? Like, actually, oh, it'd be funny to talk about like... I mean, uh... I will
0: say, okay, here's here's the thing. No, no homo here. Like, straight up. When I walk into an Under Armour store, they have the most built mannequins. And I'm like, dang, this is what I aspire to be. It'd probably be me at like 260 lean and muscular. Like, these dudes got some tree trunk legs. They have some thick calves. Like, next time you're in Under Armour, look at the calves. It's not even possible. I think I measured it once. It was like 22-inch calves. <laughs> you measured. It was the most insane yeah, thing. Yeah, that's pretty insane. I'm telling you, they're wild, but they do look beast. Like, if you see a dude that's pretty well built with some big calves, you're like, okay. Yeah, that's like, a look. You this know? guy means business. And here's the thing, you know, I always say small calves, big hearts, right? So, you're <laughs> squatting 580, doing what I can. Well, 578.6, sorry, let me be uh, as accurate as possible, but... Yeah. Calves is, and that's another thing. You know, even me, it, I've, I'm so torn on whether how much you can develop them through training, and I know I can do better, but I'm debating, you know, with my length, if I can actually have super built calves. But as my boy Henry Ford says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You're right. Um, so. Man, it's interesting. that just literally fires me up. It fires hard. me up too, but I am I'm, I'm really did some fun things. Like I'm going to do some more cool things and really, you know, work on building up my calves and I'm really motivated to build some tree trunks. I mean, I already have, I have huge legs. You know, my calves are pretty average. My calves actually are not horrible. My calves, I think are 16 inches right now. My arms are like 16 and a half. And generally like in terms of the Vitruvian man, so the Vitruvian man or woman, however you want to have it is the quote unquote perfect dimensions of a body. And a lot of people will talk about, like, if you want amazing aesthetics, like, there are cues that will indicate that. So a good general rule of thumb for guys is your calves and your arms should be the same size, hmm. so on flex. So that's, like, quote-unquote symmetry within that, which is pretty cool. And then, yeah, apparently the next common most plastic surgery for men is um chest, wow. which doesn't surprise me, Ready? like— a big chest, you know, that, that can be. An, I
1: mean, we got super off. Track. They're just so easy to build up. Like the chest, at least that's the thing, I, I just like
0: if you blast chest, volume, it's
1: coming up. But calves, I'm like, uh, I, it's debatable, you know. But so. here's
0: the thing: the problem with calves, and this this goes to the abs, is you use them every day. Like that's the thing to think of calves. Like if you look at who has great calves, um, usually it's people that walk a ton, um, you know, like Where they've been that's overweight. something they do, and they have that constant stimulus. Right. The next thing is people that are very overweight. When you're very overweight, there's more of a load. You're supporting it in that movement, you know, in your dorsi plantar flexion. That's going to develop your calves. Boom, bada, bing. But, like, a good argument to be made is I train my abs probably about, or sorry, my biceps about six times harder than I train my calves. So, like, if I really applied myself to my calves, I'm sure I could build that symmetry. So, you know what? I'm going to do that for the podcast. I'm going to go super hard on calves. And I'm going to go harder than I have in my life. You know, for the most part, I just haven't necessarily cared. But yeah, trying to build the best physique ever. So, I'm going to get my arms... And my uh, calves in line, and you know what? We're all about setting smart fitness goals uh, over here at Colossus Fitness, so that's going to be done um, by the start of June,
1: buddy. Just shrink your biceps, and then they're the same size. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get yoked. But by the start of June, on
0: the podcast,
1: we're gonna have a little measurement here to see what's going on. Yeah, I'm taking my measurements today, and yeah, because um, I'm doing a shred. So for those of you, you know, I bulked up a ton, gained twenty pounds over sixteen weeks. So yeah, if you're not taking measurements, like I, I. Highly encouraged. I try to get every single client just please, you know, take measurements. Like you will notice some crazy things that the scale or the photos may not tell you. Jeez. Okay. So So,
0: sorry, back to the question. I mean, that was a fun probably learned a whole lot about stuff you didn't care to learn about. Um, but to the question of can you trap train abs every day? It's a similar component. So although I'm not working my abs necessarily directly every day, I am in many ways. If I'm standing up straight, I'm engaging my abs. If I'm you know, doing a shoulder press, I'm flexing my abs. To keep me stable. If I'm etc. etc. Right? Your abs have such a play in everyday life; they're a stabilizer muscle, right? So they are getting already. They're responding to a ton of stimulus. Therefore, I'd argue it's very redundant to train them every day. Can you train abs every day? Yes, I think you can. And I think they can adapt to that level and it would be fine. I just think you would get no more progress than if you were to train them hard three times a week, give them time to recover like any other muscle, right? You know, it's going to get damaged. It's going to get swollen essentially, right? That's all it is. It's going to be inflamed. That inflammation needs to come down. You know, you rip fibers and then these fibers can strengthen and that's how you improve your muscularity and you'll actually get like a bulkier, thicker, better looking abs, But training abs every day won't get you any quicker to getting abs that's going to be through diet um abs are so so important to diet you just need to be really relatively lean or unfortunately have amazing genetics like for me i have very good ab genetics i'll hold my abs no matter what like i'll always have like a six pack to some degree i mean unless i got super big right like you know but it will definitely be like more filled out and it won't look as good Whereas when I'm really dieted down, like, you know, everything comes in, the obliques come in super nice and there's no in that. So that's my answer to abs every day. I think the best answer is you should be training hard in your main routine more than anything, right? And then at the end of that, you know, cardio. And then if you have time, bang up some abs, um, but more than anything, just learn how to engage them in everyday life when you're walking, standing in that sense, you know, by constantly having a tight core, you know, standing up tall, that's how you can train them every day in an intelligent way. Otherwise, abs twice to three times a week is more than enough um, that will help facilitate the development you need. Um, but if you really, really care about abs, try dieting down. That's going to be your best friend.
1: Yeah, I uh, I personally like adding on to what Josh said, would just way rather like, like make use of the, the time um, in terms of like, the ab so what i'm trying to say here sorry i'm I'm a little bit uh you know jungly here um i'd rather just two really good ab sessions where i'm like hey you know what i crushed it here than like six mediocre ones uh and for me personally i just already struggle enough with doing abs like i just like that's actually the one muscle group like i'd rather do legs than abs sometimes i don't know what it is it's just like it's a weird thing for me um so like I'll i'll do it but it's just one of those things where like i'd rather just absolutely nail it than just like every single day like dread doing it and then like just do it half-assed and stuff like I'd rather just crush it those one or two times during the week and uh, a little fun fact for those of you who maybe are listening to this and and, because I I hear it a lot from people hey you know I I always skip my ab stuff maybe do it as like even a superset. so I gave this like tip to my uh, client the other day if you're at the end of the biceps because like a lot of times people have ab training program and then right after they'll just like leave and they'll you know report back and say hey I didn't do my abs you know but if you're doing like biceps or something and you just instead of texting uh, for your rest maybe just hit some some of the dead bugs or leg raises or whatever I have programmed. And uh, you know, that's a good way to still get it in. But yeah, Josh's tips were great. And uh, it's a good question.
0: All right, next question. Do your workout plans need to be completed in order? Sometimes I want to keep them in order, but the gym gets crazy. Is it better for me to wait a few minutes for the machine or piece of equipment? Or is it better for me to just move on and kind of rope back around?
1: Yeah, like th- this is a great question. Um, personally, I think It really depends on your program plan, on your situation. Like for me personally, I'm just very specific, especially like when it comes to powerlifting, like I need to kind of do it a certain way. Like the compounds need to be first. Like if I'm doing bench press, like heavy program numbers, and then I go and hit like all these other things before going back to the bench press and waiting, that's going to mess me up. Like even if it doesn't physically mess me up, which it probably will mentally, it will. But I think like truthfully, if it's the, the way the program works, like I think usually... I'd say half and half. Like, what would you say there? I yeah, think it depends. So
0: I, this is a question I get asked quite often too. Um, you know, especially for my clients. Like, hey, I, I love your program. Like, But sometimes it's not realistic for me to wait for a barbell. Uh, so our my, my thing and generally in working out, I'm sure you heard about how to structure the workout or if you've heard that episode, you definitely should. Um, but if you are doing compounds, you want to start with compounds. So those are multi-muscle movements. And if you're doing those goals, um, those exercises for the goal of strength, those should be first. Like, that should be your primary focus. And they kind of like, I won't come into the gym and be like, oh, I'll do my deadlifts after I do something else, after I do my bicep curls. It just wouldn't make sense. Um, you know the more a b training like you just want to lift it so from point a to point b with power and you're just looking to get stronger and you're using multiple muscles to do that deadlift bench squat ohp close grip bench press all those good guys uh you definitely want to do those first sometimes it's annoying waiting for a squat rack as we said you know someone's doing barbell curls in there someone's doing chin-ups someone and it's like oh what the heck but you know i think there's nothing wrong with going up to someone, be polite about it and say, hey, how many sets do you have left? I'm looking to use this. And sometimes people go, oh, you know what? Actually, I can just do this somewhere else or I'm almost done. And I think a lot of people are too scared to do that. But it is important, right? Because you want that strength and that focus in those compounds. Whereas those hypertrophies, you can be okay with your muscles being a little sore and already being a little pumped up, you know, already having a little bit of um, lactic acid buildup in there, right? Because just bicep curls, just hypertrophy. So I always recommend you do your compounds first. You know, I'm super, super important at that. So let's look at like a leg workout, right? So I do my squats, I do my deadlifts maybe, you know, then I get into leg press, right? Do I wanna do quad extensions before leg press? And eh, you know, you could argue leg press can kind of fall on either one. And for me, at least I do program things to be complete in order but I do understand something. So like, let's say after leg press, I have quad extension. Then I have a hamstring curl. Like this is a very typical leg workout, right? Um, Do I care if you do quads or hamstrings first? No, you know, those are both secondary, they're isolation more so where we're primarily trying to work one set of muscles, you know, the quadriceps or the hamstrings, that's completely cool. If you do the calves before them, that's cool too. And then in the concept of like a push day, right? You know, start with your barbell bench, you know you get into your like dumbbell presses. And the thing too is like, if I do my incline dumbbell press last, instead of second, it's going to be way weaker, right? So for those big power movements, try to structure them in early, try to stick to your routine. Generally, you know, they are made to be completed in order. Um, But a lot of the stuff where you're really focusing on single muscle groups, you know, can be pretty interchangeable. So on a push day, like a lateral raise, a tricep push down, um, you know, things like that, a dumbbell fly, you know, that are more so we're kind of trying to isolate out one area, you know, really just focus on that. It's meant to be lighter, it's a little higher rep, we're focusing on contractions, you can kind of squish those into the end and uh you know one of my clients said hey is it, like i like to put uh chin-ups and pull-ups last for people and they're like oh i'd be a lot stronger if i could do these earlier like it's on a purpose <laughs> and i'm like that's the point you know i'm more comfortable with you trying to grind through a pull-up than you trying to <laughs> ground through a deadlift, yeah, do you year? know what I mean? Like 100%. if you're trying to muscle through a deadlift at the end of your workout, ooh, that's how you can get hurt. A pull-up is relatively safe, push-ups are relatively safe, so I like to sometimes slap those in at the end, but I can be pretty villainous with my program, and I like to get some people some good results and to push comfort zones and really make it fun and keep everything periodized, so there's my rundown on that one.
1: Yeah, and you need to even think like, yeah, um, similar to what Josh was saying, like those heavy compounds, like the toughest thing should usually in in a way be done first. And like, you also have to think of like, you know, the way you think, Um, And what I mean by this is a lot of times, you know, if let's say you just start with like the easier stuff, the stuff that's more pumpy, and then like halfway through, you're already kind of fatigued, are you actually going to go back to do that deadlift or the heavy barbell row or like the the, the intense squat that you already don't want to do? Like I'd say it could be 50-50, like some people might and some people like honestly won't. So then you kind of feel guilty, then you don't do it in the week, and then you just missed out on a huge movement. So like if you just walk in there, honestly, if I didn't do my heavy squats as soon as I walk into the gym and I started with something else, I wouldn't do it. Like I would literally just, it, it would mess me up and I would be like, you know what, I'm, I'm done here. I'm not going to hit it. Like even if I, yeah, it's just something to think about. So uh, next up, uh, that's a really good question. Um, we got this from, let me see. I'm going to say her name just because we want to start shouting out more people for asking questions because we really appreciate it. So Megan asked us this question and, um, She said, I want to first off start off by saying thank you for all the great content you guys put out. You've helped me fix my form and have given me so much motivation. So this is amazing. I'm pretty sure she must come from our YouTube channel. For those of you who, who don't know, we have a, a playlist um, for like every, almost every single exercise, you know, Bulgarian split squat, the lunge, the squat, the bench press, uh, all our clients love it because like they just watch our videos now and like they have perfect form. Um, one of my clients, I'm going to give her a huge shout out, Maria, uh, you know, you guys have probably heard from her in the podcast before, but she had like the personal trainer that like really sucked and she signed up. Um, and she had never like touched a barbell before. Like she just like had a really, you know, I'll link down in the uh, description, um, the podcast where we talked about her personal trainer and she sent me all her compounds, like her form checks. So from all, all of my online clients, I get them to send like, you know, weekly or biweekly form checks. And I was just like, she sent me the sumo deadlift, the squat, the bench press. And I was like, holy crap. Like, have you been doing like, did he have you doing compounds, this personal trainer? She's like, I never touched a barbell in my life. I just watched your form videos. And I was like, oh my, like, I can't believe how amazing, like neutral spine driving. Everything was just beautiful. Anyways, that was a little side rant. So I guess she watched those videos. That's awesome. Check that out.
0: Yeah. As a trainer, if you know, the laziest thing is just slapping someone on a treadmill talking to them about life you know what you did on the weekend whatever you know and I think for a lot of people where they go wrong and I wouldn't encourage you to be an online trainer if you look at it as just like work like you do your hours you're in and out because it's very much an investment like if I am willing to train someone I'm making a commitment, you know, to actually see it through and see you transform. Like my objective for no one is just to get their money, have them look the same and call it a day, right? I want to see someone get from where they they are to where they need to be. And I need to give them every tool and avenue to do that. You know, are their programs periodized? Are we, you know, are we encouraging their strength? Are we building up their weak spots? Are we doing, you know individual specific training like that's why it's so important so i'd be very wary of that you know if you're just doing machines and you're never advancing you're not learning new skill sets you're not getting stronger you know and of course look with some introspection you know if i have a client and they bail on me twice a week i see them once a month i can't do much for you you know like you have to make sure you're doing it and showing up but Sometimes I'll see, you know, peak trainers that have clients that are super diligent. They're there three, four times a week, um, but they're doing the same things. They're not progressing. They're not moving forward. And uh, that's something you want to be wary of. Right. And like Kyle said, you know, teaching barbell work, a lot of trainers aren't comfortable with that. And it's a little more advanced, but it takes a lot
1: more time. And like, that's that's where you're kind of like, you know what, let's spend 20 or 30 minutes, even if we don't do anything crazy here. Let's get the form down. But um, we're going to give you a chance because we haven't actually talked about this on the podcast, probably in the second link below coaching, we'll put our link to our form our free form guide. So if you don't want to watch the videos, and you just want to download a personal trainer in your pocket, it's completely free, you just got to get onto our email list, we don't have you know, emails peppering you every single day. We just got a couple of them with some good value added. Um, you'll really like it, and you can just kind of keep it in your pocket. You can see the cues that we have, the tips we have, how the form looks, and uh, we've gotten a lot of great feedback there. So um, on top of that, she had said, uh, so this was Megan, I'm 260 pounds, uh, I'm trying to lose weight, uh, lose fat and weight. I started tracking my macros recently, and I was curious I take a post workout that is fast digesting carbs that is supposed to help with recovery and then take a pre workout before I work out. I've noticed that those have so many carbs um especially the post workout. Should I be tracking all my sup- supplements in my fitness pal? Thank you both for all your help. You guys are amazing. Okay, so that's Amazing! I appreciate that. We, you know, anyone who's listening, watching us, you're awesome. Um, I would just like literally, I say to people, anything that goes into your mouth, I don't care what the label says. I don't care if they say like, you know, the this Quest bar doesn't have carbs and only net carbs. You track literally everything and that's the way you're gonna truly succeed because there's a lot of things, a lot of marketing people out there like saying like, oh, these carbs are going to go into your system and then you're not gonna actually properly digest them and they're just kind of used as a post-workout tool that's supposed to you know it's a bunch of nonsense so you know at the end of the day just one of the best things you can literally do even if it's like the cream in your coffee even if it's the ketchup on your fries track everything and you will have amazing success because we've talked about this before but like things add up so quickly and this is something that could literally be taking you out of a uh out of a deficit
0: that's it all right next up uh well well not next up sorry i zoned out a little bit uh i was just getting ready to answer uh to prepare the next thing i was saying here but yeah anything you eat is super important and um somewhere where we see a lot of people go wrong i just pulling up the resource on this is with alcohol a lot of people don't know that alcohol is kind of like a fourth nutrient um but the thing with it is it's not a nutrient it doesn't actually necessarily add value it more so can take away from it um but a lot of people don't know they need to log that or even vegetables that's another oversight so you know it's very important uh that you know how things work right so if it's anything you consume and needs to be gone ahead and put there like she said you know if you're having something that has 30 40 calories you know maybe you have that twice you know that's 60 like that'll add up in a week right you know you do that for 10 days that's 600 calories that are on track so with tracking you can only aim to be as accurate as you can you know, want to you want to do the best with the ability you have and just kind of work from that avenue and just know it won't be perfect but anything you can identify you want to make sure you're putting in there and for those party animals of you if you're not sure how to track alcohol in your diet we have a pretty awesome article that you should check out on our website classfitness.com uh, we have some blogs there you know there's some cool blogs you can go through some really nice stuff we want to highlight like we got 30 weight loss hacks you know that's a really fun one you learn some cool little things there you know tracking alcohol through some chill tips for eating when locking out you know what carb foods are the hierarchy of nutri- nutritional and importance like we got some really cool stuff so we definitely recommend you know kind of diving around a little self-promotion here checking that out checking out the youtube so much great content to go around uh do we got time for one more what let's, do you say let's, let's do it let's do it okay the fans are waiting it's kind of fitting actually because the question is if i am an extreme rush and have been limited, uh, have limited time to work out. What parts of my workout should I cut out and how can I maximize my time? It's my boy, Paul Peterson, representing In the House. That's a really Jeez. good question. Paul. So first and foremost, your warm-up. You know, warm-ups, the goal is to get you going, you know, but your goal should be that you should be mobile and healthy enough that one day when you have less time, you can kind of skip it and not get hurt. You don't want to make a regular habit of it. But, and I don't necessarily recommend skipping it, but, you know, you could do a quick like minute jog Condense on the treadmill. Yet? get everything going get yourself cooking but maybe instead of spending five minutes you can cut that to one minute yeah next up is supersets you know look for things that you can kind of you know maximize out like if i'm doing push pull let's get the push and the pull let's double them down as soon as i do a push i do a pull right boom cut my workout in half you know other tools like we've been doing a lot of cluster sets um so that's essentially when you do like a higher rep thing for like 20 or 30 reps then you kind of follow it out with like three sets of like 10 or something taking 20 to 30 seconds in between to really pump it out, you know, and maximize your results there, drop sets, supersets, maximizing that pump. And for this way, you know, you can really get 30 good minutes in there. And I recommend, you know, you just get a good pump, you really stimulate the muscle, you challenge yourself, maybe go a little lighter, but you just focus on contractions, getting amazing pumps. And that's definitely the best way to do it. You know, I'd recommend cutting out the cardio, the post stretch, uh, but getting quick warm out in, you know, doing those supersets, utilizing those tools, drop sets, like I said, strip sets, pyramid sets, all that fun stuff blasting it out even if you got 30 minutes i'd rather someone get that in than miss a workout entirely
1: yeah uh another great question to add on to that we need
0: this one because we wanted our title right
1: yeah that was um yeah (laughs) that's true we planned out our title this time which is hopefully going to get us more views more listens um i've been asked this quite often because sometimes let's say if i program four days and uh, a client says hey i'm really stuck on time this week like what would you want me to do like in terms of working out usually i would actually just have them take like the third and the fourth workout um and then i would cut like both of them in half and have them do like the most grueling, most intense stuff at the very beginning. And it always works out because usually at the end, like we said, it's more of like isolation type things. It's more of like kind of accessories, but like if you are limited on time um, instead of like, sometimes people will try to squeeze both those workouts in one and you know, it ends up taking them two to three hours or just like, it just doesn't make too much sense. So I'd rather let's say them do like half of their leg stuff, like the squat, the, the, the hip thrust and the, um, let's say the stiff leg deadlift that I have programmed and then mix it with like the the push day with like the most important things and then call it a day. And that would be totally fine. Like it's a good kind of um, way to still stay on track without like, you know, feeling guilty or just without uh, doing any of that crazy stuff or spending a couple hours in the gym. And personally, I like doing that if I just can't get in the gym for that extra day. But um, yeah, that's a great question. I love supersets. Obviously you can take your time, you can take your rest down um, to, you know, less time. Um, and, uh, that's, yeah, that's a great question. That's awesome. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. We need this next one as well. Yeah. You said, I thought you were talking about this one. Yeah. We need the next question as well. Yeah. This is a good one. I mean, this will probably be a 40 something minute episode, 45. That's perfect.
0: That's how we roll. Okay. That's next question. Roll. If I'm having trouble going to the gym cause I have fear and they put in um, brackets, perhaps irrational that everyone is staring at judging me. How can I overcome this? This is an amazing question. I think this is something everyone feels when you're new to anything. You know, if I'm doing a new activity, I walk in there, I'm like, "Oh man, do I look weird? Like, am I a weirdo? Like, are people like, 'Oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing.' Look at a newbie. The truth is, no one cares. Like, especially yeah. someone who's gone to the gym. I just look at everyone working, hustling, and I just like to see them doing their thing. You know, yeah, respect Seeing everyone progress. Everyone's challenged them. As long as you're not doing something extremely inconsiderate or weird, you're screaming, no one will really care about you, believe it or not. And an easy thing I recommend to people that feel this, you know, is just put on your music, get some noise canceling. And when you can tune everything out and just focus on you, you know, follow your routine, it just goes a lot smoother, right? You know, and then perhaps too for women where it's tougher, where, you know, a lot of men may be looking at you, um, an easy thing you can do is try and sub out for a woman's only gym. And if you're sick of that, you know, once again, another great thing can just be, you know, tuning up. The music. You could always adjust what you wear. I mean, I don't want to tell anyone what to wear, but you know, if you are coming in in a sports bra and leggings, like, guys are pigs. Like it's going to happen. You know, like it's unfortunately the truth. And some people are a little more ridiculous than others. Like I've seen some weird stuff. Like, there's a weird guy at our gym, and one time there's a girl walking by. I heard him on the phone. He goes, hey, "Yo, check out this girl, bro!" And he like took a photo of her. I'm like, "What oh the gosh. heck?" And I was like. I was just like staring on to let him know I saw it. I could seem like kind of working to delete it, but it was just like so messed up, you know? So just wear what you're comfortable with, you know, be happy at the end of the day. But if you are worried that people are kind of staring, you know, like if you just want to do your own thing, just rock it out in a big hoodie, chill, work on you transform, you know, like, it's it's really a personal decision in that sense but and you know especially with girls it is tougher because guys like i said can be ridiculous and they can overstep boundaries so women's only can be a great sub to that but if you're like heck with that i want to be in the main gym too that's completely cool you know swapping out to private studios um but more than anything just be confident in yourself be confident that you're doing things and if you're doing something a little wrong you know we got form videos to help you out give you every tool possible and just know no one's perfect you know if some if someone does something insanely wrong and you know they look open to help i'll try and help them out or you can always ask someone people are really friendly in the gym like if you're unsure and you see someone doing something right you could be like hey you know guy or girl if you're a guy or girl can you help me just quickly show me how to do this if you don't mind and like when someone asks i'm like absolutely like you know you just want to share the knowledge and people in the gym there are to be better, do better, look better. And you know, everyone just has that attitude to help it out. You know, there's a few weird apples. Don't let that get into your head. Do you, you know, be proud of yourself, hustle. That's my best advice. You know, it's more of an internal question. Um, but those are the greatest solutions I'm aware of.
1: Yeah. And I've got three great tips Josh probably just gave a couple there. Um, sorry, he did give a couple. I'm not sure That's how many right. he get gave again. Yeah. You um, might get them in a different way. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna give three. Number one, I'd say because you know I'm gonna refer to women a lot because we get asked this from quite a few women especially like some of our online clients and you know just we get a lot of questions daily um i'd say just bring a friend like you know if, if there's two girls that's a, that's
0: a huge one yeah you yeah. feel more confident
1: like and you're just instead if you if you have your headphones off and you're just looking around awkward and you're just kind of like doubting yourself but if it's like you you and your girl just having your girl time and you're just like or talking about that you do yeah. you <laughs> talking about that guy who was hitting on you in a weird way and laughing and just hitting your you know abductor abductor machines you know they're uh your squats or whatever it is and you're just having fun like you're gonna spend a lot some less bench, time bro yeah sorry
0: maybe they're hitting some bench maybe you're hitting some bench I, more and more i like i'll see like a group of two girls it. come in and they just crush it like they're blasting shoulders yeah. and bench and i'm like yes like that's what's up you know like you're you're hustling and it's so cool to see how all that shifted and you know yeah. like cardio bunny was a term five years ago like you know you girls would kind of do cardio guys would be lifting but now like it's been pretty you know proven that lifting is good for everyone you won't look like a man and that's so great and I, such a weird side tangent sorry go ahead
1: no i like that yeah sometimes i see a girl who's like hitting like 95 on the bench just like you could tell she's like, because weak power lift pretty intensely. I just kind of look at her and I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you're crushing it. I love yeah, Girls some, are beast. Yeah, man. girls just crushing it. And uh, my next thing is just even like hire a personal trainer, even if it's maybe for like a couple sessions or, mm, you know, if, if someone wants to reach out to me and says, hey, you know, I need a couple touch up sessions, I need to build some confidence and stuff like at the end of the day, like if you have if you know that you're doing something right and like you've had like you know, a trainer, like a good trainer, keep in mind, I need some asterisks there, um, help you out. And like, also, if you're walking around the gym, and you're with the big jack dude, who's like showing you around and stuff, you're gonna feel so much better about yourself. And then you can go off on your own from there. And then number three, Um, I would just say, just know that you're not going to be perfect and no one in the gym expects you to be perfect. So for example, I had a client bring this to my attention recently because he's like just starting with weight training and he came from like a running background. Like he's just kind of feeling a little bit uncomfortable thinking like people are going to kind of judge him and stuff like that. I said, listen, like it's just like a new thing for you. And truthfully, like nobody expects you to be like perfect. Like, even though I believe I know exactly how good form should look like as a trainer and just like an overall decent person, um, I'm not sitting there thinking, Oh, look at that face, pull, pull, face, full, face, pull form you know like oh my gosh like like, I'm just thinking man I I think it's amazing that that guy's in there you know even if your form is like at a six out of ten as long as you're not doing something that's like like Josh was saying hurting someone else or like you're not jumping around from a machine to machine like an obnoxious person like you know nobody's gonna expect you to be perfect and like I think most people there are there for the same reason and I respect anyone and anyone who's in the gym should respect anyone else that's in the gym so that's my little thing don't expect to be perfect especially if it's your first time it keeps getting better it keeps getting better and then other thing is just go into one of those little private studios. I created a custom routine for a girl who could just do everything in one of those small little group studios. One or two people come in there. That's a bit strange, maybe here and there. But you know, if you want your own time and you can't go to a woman's gym, that's a good option as well.
0: That's it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, to follow us on Instagram, that'd be amazing. Instagram at Colossus Fit, C O L O S S U S F I T. That way you can stay up to all the fun stuff we're doing in the gym, the advice we give, tons of tidbits there. Um, you know, you can learn more about podcasts. You can submit mailbox Monday questions. It's a really good time. Check that out for online coaching. You can go to just our website, ColossusFitness.com. Um, for the blogs, ColossusFitness.com/slash/blogs. Just gonna do some self promotion today because there's so much great stuff. If you want to learn more about the gym, how to do better nutrition, all that great stuff, check out our YouTube YouTube. youtube colossus fitness but otherwise we will see you in the next episode peace out
1: love you all